You're listening to State Change, an interview series inspired by the emerging decentralization phenomenon. Consensus Systems is a venture production studio building businesses and business infrastructure using the global compute platform Ethereum. Founder Joseph Lubin explains the mission and structure of the organization. How's it going, Joe? Arthur, long time no see. Yeah, tell me about it. So, Joe, could you tell us a bit about the mission of Consensus Systems? Sure. So... Consensus was formed uh, a bunch of the way into the Ethereum project uh, when it became clear to me that uh, we at Ethereum would release a viable platform, but that nobody was really working to build decentralized applications for that platform yet. So um, Ethereum was released about six or seven months ago, um, but around 18 months ago, um, I started gathering some people to build decentralized applications uh, for the Ethereum platform. And we started doing that so early that, uh, that we ended up building uh, pretty much full stack. So we built uh, two of the seven existing Ethereum clients, the Haskell client and the Java client. And we built uh, a large amount of developer tooling uh, to make it easy for us and many other people around the world to build decentralized applications. Could you explain the business structure of Consensus? Uh, sure. So Consensus is uh, it's currently about 70 people, many technologists that are building decentralized applications. We have a professional services arm, so we, we do a fair amount of consulting work for different organizations, uh, either just helping them define their blockchain strategy or uh, building build software for them for either private implementations of, of the Ethereum technology or private consortium implementations or for the public Ethereum blockchain. Um, and we have a bunch of internal projects. So we've got a product arm and a professional services consulting arm. Uh, on the product side of things, uh, we are essentially a, a mesh of uh, quasi-independent projects. Uh, everyone's currently paid by consensus. Um, but we anticipate that uh, these quasi-independent projects will gain more and more in independence um, and be spun out for external investment uh, at the right time. Uh, but currently, all full-time uh, members of Consensus are going to have equity in the hub organization, um, and that's a plan that we're, we're currently working on implementing right now. The hub organization will have equity in all of the different quasi-independent yet quasi-independent yeah, yet interdependent projects. And if you're contributing a significant amount to one of those projects, um, you'll likely have direct equity in that as well. And so we, we, uh, we don't expect that we'll be able to develop all of these projects on our own. And so we have been in discussions for quite a while and we'll continue discussing, um, spinning out a few of these projects. Okay, so this is part of this hub and spoke business model that you've uh, built up specifically for Consensus itself. Is this, what's the, uh, what's the background of that way of doing things? And is this, is this something that you see as a kind of a new paradigm for uh, 
for startups with a degree of interoperability or potential interdependency? Sure. I absolutely do see it as a new paradigm. I think it's part of this this phenomenon uh, that we've all been calling decentralization. Uh, essentially, people who built big systems, big communication systems, big companies made the mistake of putting too much information out there for too many people around the world to read, listen to, and understand. And they're reaping the whirlwind, essentially. Uh, people are understanding that they they have greater capabilities, uh, greater sovereignty, uh, greater ability to start and run their own projects rather than being part of an enormous hierarchical monolithic organization. So it it really is, uh, I believe, the wave or or the way that economies will um, be architected as more people get more powerful. Also, just from a, a business perspective, if we want to grow a significant, successful company and we don't want people leaving it, um, we want to uh, build a strong interdependent ecosystem for Ethereum and, and within consensus and, and around consensus. Uh, the only way to do that, to keep these amazingly talented, entrepreneurially minded individuals excited about being part of the consensus mesh of organizations, is to make sure that they feel like they own it. And so one other great advantage is that uh, all these entrepreneurs uh, can pursue one or two projects that they uh, are really dedicated to, yet uh, through the hub hold equity in a whole bunch of other projects and effectively diversify their portfolio. And that's sort of unprecedented in the world of uh, entrepreneurial development. Usually you have to spend a few years of blood, sweat, tears, and money, and it, it's hit and miss for, for most people. Most projects are not successful or wildly successful, and, and you got to start again after five years. Tell us about the, uh, the relationship between the spokes and the core components of, of consensus. Sure. So a spoke is really it, it's a, a project on the product side of consensus that represents either a core component uh, or a standalone decentralized application or a platform. So core components are things that, uh, that we consider to be building blocks. Uh, they can have a, a standalone deployment, but also can be used as building blocks in more complicated software systems. So Regis, our registry system, can be used as a component in, in say, our poker platform but also companies might just want to register assets that they care about in a web interface to this Regis system, or perhaps governments would want to register marriage licenses or, or land titles. So that is a core component. Wallet is a core component. Identity and persona are core components. Uh, multifaceted, multi-tier reputation system that we've built is also one of these components, uh, we built token issuance and management system and decentralized token exchange. All of those things can be pieces of more complicated solutions. Um, we built a handful of things like the Ujo Music platform and an energy markets platform and a prediction markets platform and a poker platform uh, that can make use of you know, that, that identity component and reputation component and the registries and Maybe also um, the triple entry general ledger system that we built. Um, a handful of other spokes are 
uh, a lending platform, a crowdfunding or equity crowdfunding platform, and uh, and Nick Dodson's boardroom, a, a governance tool. Uh, so we can take this governance tool even and enable bands on the Ujo Music platform to organize themselves and govern themselves. So if you're in a band and you aren't at the level that you want to create a corporation uh, to handle your business and to handle different equity splits in your band and, and your intellectual property, uh, you can just create a little uh, lighter weight blockchain-based org uh, that can handle your splits and, and your decision-making process. So how is Consensus funded? Uh, it's internally funded by private investment. And so the, what is the plan for, is there a plan for uh, pursuing external funding for Consensus? Yeah, absolutely. As I indicated before, we, we speak with lots of venture capitalists and several venture capitalists are, are very interested in, in getting involved at the spoke level with different things that capture their interest. Uh, our Block Apps team, which is an infrastructure group, um, has been spun out recently into an independent company and it's in discussions uh, with a, a small handful currently of VCs that have expressed strong interest in in getting involved. Uh, we've also been speaking with three groups now um, who like the big vision, who like the idea of getting involved in the hub, basically a more of a systemic play or a platform play. You could consider perhaps the, the consensus hub as, as doing an identity platform play where lots and lots of different spokes are accessed through our uport identity portal and wallet system and they are just part of the ecosystem that uh, that could be wrapped up effectively by that identity platform so we are entertaining taking in money at the spoke level as well as uh, just keeping the band together um, and developing uh, for another year or two under the same roof uh, we've got outstanding communication and interoperability between many different software components that really should be interoperating and just a lot of teams that really enjoy working with one another. And so if we can uh, foster that collaboration for another year or two under the same roof, um, I think it'll make the ecosystem stronger. And so when these companies do spin out, uh, they will probably maintain closer ties to their sibling companies. So recently in a meeting, Joe, you mentioned holacracy might be a appropriate uh, means of organizing uh, groups within consensus. Could you describe how that is compatible, how that uh, mode of organization is compatible with the hub and spoke business model? Yeah, so effectively we're already implementing, let's say, a version of holacracy. We are not a hierarchical organization. We are a loosely happily connected band of entrepreneurs that uh, currently happen to all get paid by the same organization. But uh, uh, there, there is no top-down command and control, really. Uh, people tend to do what they want to do, and, and there are lots of people make suggestions about what people should do. Um, but it really is a, uh, a freewheeling entrepreneurial spirit within consensus. And so the idea of of holacracy is that, I guess, 
it involves the notion of stigmergy, which is, I believe, effectively in the human context, noticing that, that a piece of work needs to be pushed down the road a little bit and, and just rolling up your sleeves and getting that done. So there's a lot of that that goes on at Consensus, and there is there are projects, there are teams, spokes, and, and that maps really nicely onto circles or work centers in holacracy. I'm interested in, in getting a little bit more rigorous uh, about creating our own version of holacracy, maybe call it meshocracy, and basically more crisply define roles within these circles or work centers. There, there are a handful of ways that, uh, that we can augment things, and, uh, and it's really just a learning process. Uh, I don't think any organization can just adopt holacracy. I think they have to grow their own, and uh, we're in the process of doing that. So it seems like consensus internally is quite is structured, quite similar to the decentralized networks that they are building with. Uh, absolutely inspired by the technologies that we work with. Uh, we take this decentralization thing very seriously, and, and we really feel like it's going to be the most stable, most effective way of organizing things. I think when communication was expensive and decision-making was slow and expensive. Um, let's say you're in a village and part of your group splits off and lives a day and a half walk away. Trying to coordinate those two groups, trying to do activities across your civilization um, is really difficult unless you organize things in a top-down, hierarchical, command and control fashion. And that, that organizing principle has been dominating human society for a long time. Uh, but uh, over the last few decades, we've been wrapping the world in, in instantaneous communication networks. In 2009, Bitcoin uh, enabled uh, groups of people, 49% of which could be malicious, to be able to come to a decision, a reliable decision, uh, every 10 minutes. Ethereum has improved on that, uh, enabling people to come to a decision every 15 seconds. And it's going to get much, much better for Ethereum. And so uh, in the context of cheap communication and cheap and virtually instantaneous decision-making, you can start to organize things in a horizontal consensus-based fashion. No top-down command and control. You've got all the people at the leaves of that pyramid or, or tree doing all the work, gaining all the expertise, uh, filtering information up to the people who aren't really on the ground knowing what's going on, who make all the decisions. And uh, that sort of context fosters um, the desire and the strategy of siloing information so that uh, you, you basically keep control of the tree below you. Uh, you don't want to share uh, information with your peers or even with your underlings because they might replace you in the hierarchy. And that, that just enables con consolidation of power and, and creates, in my opinion, brittle systems. If we have, uh, I, I think if we um, maintain horizontal, uh, fluid, consensus-based systems, uh, we will have a, uh, a more effective, more efficient, more stable infrastructure for building big systems. Thanks for listening to State Change. 
Check out consensusmedia.net for more.